Day. Good evening, everyone. 6.31, exactly, and on a Thursday, day after Christmas, thank you for tuning in to Man, Land, and Sea, another episode. Every Thursday, 6.30 to 8 p.m., I'm your host, Dave Duenas, and I'm uh, glad to be with you. A lot of things going on today. One of them was the big news is that, uh, what is it, solar eclipse? Is it solar eclipse? What's the actual name? Yeah, I think it's solar eclipse. Well, they had another name with it. Uh, oh. Because it's the ring of, you know, the the fire ring thing. Uh, they called it something else. Anyway. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Got my phone on. Anyway. I was wondering what that sound was. I was like, am I... What is going on in here? <laughs> How is Dave talking on the radio and getting feedback on his own show? Okay. It scared me for a moment. Anyway, I... I was able to um, partake and witness the uh, the eclipse. It was cool. I know. I, I know that some folks were calling it um, the Ring of Fire. Yeah, the Ring of Fire. But there's I forgot. I was like, oh, they like the Johnny Cash song. That's great. Yeah. Um, you know, I was getting. I I think I mentioned it to you earlier. We're getting. Um, I heard uh, Mr. Lamarena saying this will, the next one will be in about ten years, and then I heard on Andreas. Pelicani showed that it was good. The next one's going to be in 2149. Well, let me look it up. Then, I, then it, there was an article in the Post or the PDN, I forgot which one. It says in about 150 years, which makes it about 2149, I believe. So it's going to be once in a lifetime uh, in this part of the world, in Guam, that we were able to see it. And I was lucky enough, I went out to Matapang Beach and parked my vehicle and Luckily, my tent in my car was dark enough, so I was able to look at it briefly, not too long. And sure enough, it was a ring of fire, for sure. 
Anyway, anyway, all that said, uh, lots of stuff. Uh, let's see, it was Tuesday. Tuesday, we had a Facebook post that uh, caught my interest. It, it got to do with, <clears throat> excuse me, community parks. If you're not familiar with a community park, like the village I live in, Dededo, Kaiser, when Kaiser was built, the developers developed a community park right in the middle of uh, all the housing areas. And anyway, they were in very, very sad shape. Big times, big time sad shape. I mean, the uh, grass was overgrown. People were using it as uh, legal dump sites and the basketball court, tennis court areas were just, you can see the infrastructure a little bit. No backboard, but um, needless to say, what I'm getting at is the community parks, and there's quite a few of them around the different villages. Not exactly sure where all the community parks are located, but there's definitely a few in Dededo. And it started up a very active conversation on Facebook, and I got involved in it and saw the pictures and said, wow, never even knew that park existed, actually, for a while. But it does, and people that live uh, housing that are that's their backyard some of them took the opportunity and said oh they're not using it anymore I'm gonna extend my property so they did <laughs> they wind up building um, was it outside kitchens extensions to their house basically encroaching on the property don't you have to pay more in uh, real yeah, taxes there's exactly the that is the case that is if they ever uh, decide to sell the house when you sell the house Jeremy you have to get an appraisal. Then the appraiser looks at the house and looks at your boundary lines, and if anything illegal is built or you're encroaching another property, they won't, they won't be able to appraise your house. Although that is what these folks um, that have encroached in these community parks uh, that built outside kitchens and extensions, that's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> but, you know, I kind of like don't blame them, you know. You say, well, the government... The community ain't doing anything about it. The community parks, and again, I got to do a little bit more research, but from what I'm told is Parks and Rec and Gov Guam don't really have a, a hand in it. But I'm also getting conflicting reports that, that they do. Anything that's designated with the name park at the end of it, that they have to be registered with Parks and Rec. So I'm saying, huh? Oh, the reason yeah, why that's, that's that's why it's um you know you you asked me off air uh -huh. if there were any community parks where I'm from, uh -huh. and so in the village of Agate, uh, I know that I don't know if it's a, a quote unquote park like an actual park, but uh -huh. there's this area um, by Marshall A. Sablon, you know, uh, that leads up to a little tower thing. Uh -huh. There's also um, an old basketball court in the area. I'm not too sure if it's functional. I know that some folks were trying to fix it up a number of years ago. I don't, I don't remember how that went. Uh, maybe even trying to... Uh, I had a friend that was trying to convert it into a um, skate park at a certain point. But, uh, you know, with lack of funds, uh, lack of yeah. support, it kind of just fell through. There, as I mentioned off of the air before we started the show, there's... Uh, as far as I can recall, about 20 different community parks all around the island, different villages. Uh, by the way, uh, Man, Land, and Seas brought to you by the Guam Coastal Management Program, the Bureau of Statistics and Plans. Thank you so much for sponsoring the show. We are News Talk K57, 
and I'm Dave Duenas, and uh, our number here, 477-5757. You got something you want to call in, you got a comment regarding community parks or how you might want to get involved in your village, as I am in the Dededo village. I live in Dededo, and uh, when I saw those pictures of that community park, it just blew me away. It's like, my goodness. Would would Nimitz Beach be considered a community park? No, that's an actual park. Okay. Yeah, community park, like I said, this particular one that I'm talking about in Dededo, that I I know uh, the location, it's in Kaiser, and all around the park is all Kaiser housing. So it's when the developers back in the day when they first developed Kaiser, they designated that, that particular property in between all the houses there that surround the park as a community park. Oh, and that's the case. And there's a, another basketball court in Aga, and it's by Round Table. Yeah. Yeah, the top of the hill. Shout out to everybody up there. Yeah, and, you know, we're between uh, Island Girl Power and Mr. Big Tone. He's involved as well. Good guy. Yeah, Big Big Tone. And we all saw that, and we were like, wow. You know, you, you wouldn't even think there was a park, but then you see the infrastructure. You see a hand court out there, tennis court. You see the the uh, frame of a uh, the basketball, uh, what do you call that, the backboard area. A no, hoop. Yeah, there's got no, a hoop. No backboard, no hoop, no nothing, but it's there. So we're trying to do get together and get the uh, people that need to get together. We already got some really, really great response from the community, even people that's not from Dededo. We're sending us messages saying, hey, how can we get involved? Uh, we got some business people that said, hey, let me know what you need, and we'll try and help you out. And we are going to need help. You know, we can't do it uh, by ourselves. We're going to need, uh, you know, maybe some dump trucks, some backhoes, stuff like that, because they got everything you can. You got refrigerators, abandoned vehicles, and illegal dump trash all over the place. And that's just that one part. There's about three, three to five of them, I believe, in Dededo. And again, a whole bunch of them in the different villages. I don't know. Uh, Juanita Blas from Island Girl Power, she knows a heck of a lot more than I do about where these um, community parks are located. I've already reached out to the Guam Beautification Task Force. I just called them today, matter of fact, and I said, hey, what can you guys do to help us out in Dededo? We've got these community parks that we'd like to return back to the community. It's a community thing. We're going to eventually have a meeting in Dededo, get all the stakeholders involved, namely the housing area that's surrounding that surround the park, and see about if they want to get involved, help keep it uh, keep up the park once we get it cleaned up. And uh, I don't know what we're going to do about all these illegal encroachments. Uh, that's a whole other story, but uh, they're definitely in violation of something. But uh, we're going to have to uh, do it... Uh, that's the issue, put it that way. Otherwise, we're going to go out there and they're going to chase us away. The neighbors say, hey, what are you doing in my yard? Well, sorry, sir, but that's not your yard. It's part of the park. You just decided to take take over part of it. You know? We're trying to return the community parks back to the, the, the community. And uh, more importantly, uh, let the residents know that that park can be utilized by our, our children, you know, our kids. For sure. And, and it's these community communal spaces Correct. that are, are extremely important for the development of our, our people. Um, I can tell you uh, from just my short experience with Big Brothers Big Sisters, formerly uh, former formerly Big Brothers Big Sisters, now Minyetlu, 
that um, you know they would go out into the community and bring stuff like basketballs and soccer balls to a space that you know was just kind of an open field. They didn't really have a developed area to play basketball or a developed area to play soccer. Um, and you see these kids light up, you know, in in the village of Agate, mm-hmm. when there were these af- extracurricular activities going on. It kept kids off the streets. It kept them out of trouble. Kept them busy. It kept them focused. They become exactly. goal oriented. Exactly. They become motivated, well, inspired. Yeah, and what we're trying to do, Jer- Jeremy, once we get this project um, started and going, is let the the kids know that um, that we'll participate and utilize the park to let them know that. these parks when we fix it up is your park for sure take ownership of it invite your friends to come and play basketball play tennis handball what have you but it is your park and let's do everything we can as a community as a village to own it as our own Uh, and that that means you know holding people that are uh, ruining the park and you know trashing it accountable you know and neighborhood watch Correct. has proven to work yes it i've does. seen it work in communities like mangilao i've great. seen it work in talafofu great idea you For know once, sure. once we get it started we'll let every house surrounding the park know to be a, a part of a uh, community watch mm-hmm. you know, and uh, if they see anybody trashing the park call it in you know you see something say something simple as that so again there's I'm just speaking about Dededo, but there's many other community parks around the different villages, and I apologize, I don't know exactly where all of them are at. Me either, it's cool. But but I am reaching out, uh, as of this morning, I was calling Parks and Rec, I was calling the Lieutenant Governor's Office, the Guam Beautification Task Force, I said, what do you need? I said, well, we, number one, we would, it would be nice if you can supply some paint, for example. Uh, not only for the community parks, but we got a whole bunch of bus stops. You know, a few months ago, the Lieutenant Governor's Office, Beautification Task Force, were out uh, cleaning and painting numerous bus stops all over the island. And they did a tremendous job, real good job. Unfortunately, some of the bus stops, namely in my village, Dedido, just fell through the wayside. There's a few bus stops, quite a few in Dedido, that uh, somehow didn't... <laughs> Didn't get touched by that uh, effort by the Guam Beautification Task Force. And uh, again, they did a great job. They cleaned up and painted and cleaned the debris around a lot of bus stops all over the island. Unfortunately, Dedido, like Jigo, the two biggest villages, uh, these bus stops in my village, some of them were uh, either they were out of the way or what have you, but uh, they're in big time need of uh, being cleaned up and. Uh, we're going to see about at least getting some paint, some kind of materials. We got the manpower. We got, we got some people like Big Ton and his organization, Island Girl Power, all these folks that care about our community, our village. They're willing to say, hey, you know, can we get at least some supplies? I said, well, let's see what we can do. We can do anything together as a community, as an island. We put our, our heads together. We'll get it done. We definitely will get it done. So, again, I reached out already to the Guam Beautification Task Force, and they're going to get back to me, hopefully. And we'll get some much-needed paint, take care of the bus stops, number one. You know, our kids go to the bus stop. It was headlines uh, a few months ago. You know, people were using the bus stops for their private little dwelling, (laughs) their little drinking home. They go there and drink their liquor after hours or even during the day. 
and it's just not becoming of a bus stop where our children go to uh, wait for their bus or get off of school. I've always said, you know, the legislature or DPW, somebody's got to put put a sign up at the bus stop, off limits after 7 p.m., something to that effect. We'll come up with the correct uh, guidelines, but something to that effect. If you're not a student waiting for the bus or you're not being dropped off for school, you have no business at the bus stop, especially if you're <laughs> using it as a house. <laughs> Using it as your personal little uh, drinking spot, that's not what the bus stop is for. Once again, 477-5757, do you have a community park in your village? Do you? If you do, let me know. Get your organ get your village organization together, get with your mayor, and we'll get this done. As, as a community, we will get it done, okay? All right, we're going to go straight to the calls. I do have a caller. Hop a day. Good evening. Welcome to Man, Land, and Sea. You got a question, comment? Yeah, is it Dave? Yes, sir. Yeah, what's going on with the parks in the, up in the other Well, we got community parks. They're called community parks. They're within the village, the, the housing areas itself, and they're just totally, totally a mess. You know, the, the infrastructure is all broken up. It needs you got trash galore. I mean, it's just a mess. So we're trying to get the park back, trying to re get it back to the community, get it back to the kids, and utilize it what it was originally designed for as a park, not as somebody's uh, uh, property. Some people have took it upon themselves. Say, hey, they're not using the park. I'm gonna, you know, again, the park is surrounded by all the housing around that area. So what's wrong with it? It's, it's a total mess. We're trying to refurbish it, clean it up, get the uh, infrastructure uh, up and running again, and get the, the kids again to utilize it as what it was intended for. You know what, Dave? Those, I think those days are over already, man. I think we need an indoor park. <laughs> if, we, if we can, if we can, and it's been known, it's been how many years that went by, and you know, you can, you, can, you just look at it and you just... We're talking about this thing just now. I think even it happened like 10 years ago. It's still just run down and nobody cares. The kids nowadays, they, they don't go out and, and, and play. They're inside their house in the aircon uh, playing games. If they go out, they start complaining. Even the teenagers nowadays. Even the adults nowadays. Well, you got to look at it the opposite way as well. Maybe it's because the parks are not accessible. They're not... They're not um up to par, you know, like for example, I get in my village, Dededo, we got the Dededo uh, Landshow Park, the big park right near the, the mayor's office. They got people out there utilizing the basketball court every single day. Matter of fact, some people to get into arguments because they, hey, it's my turn to use it, you know. You know why? You know why that place is it's a lot better than the other because it's close to the mayor. And it, it's, what do you call it? It's wide open. The, the ones you're talking about, it's, it's hidden. You know? Well, the ones that I'm talking about, again, I, I've seen pictures of it. And I, if I recall as a young child in Dedido, I remember that park. I really do. And it was a real park. But now you go there, you wouldn't even think it was because the grass is overgrown and they're using it as a illegal dump site. The government, hey, the government don't have time for that, man. They always seem to talk about beautification, beautification. Uh -huh. they, they don't have, they don't. They don't seem to care. 
Even if you put how many trash cans are there for people to throw the trash, guess what's going to happen? Well, they're going to dump the trash. I, and, I, I and hear you. Ed, I hear you. And they're going to complain. But here's you how it is. Here's thing? here's how it here, here's how it goes, Ed. Um, we got to change the mindset. We got to change the attitude. If the government don't care, the community cares. The people that live in the village cares. If if our government don't care, and sad to say, they don't care about a bunch of different things, for that matter. You know, oh, you know, uh, you know, Dave. All it takes. We're not asking the government to work the whole eight hours just to beautify and clean. Mm-hmm. If, they can, if they can touch up, if they can touch up at least two hours there, and then go to what whatever whatever needs to be done again, and then go back the following day and touch up again. You know, just do a little, little by little. They, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna see something. But if we're not, if they're not doing those things, then we're not gonna see anything. Where are they? Yeah. Well, they, they're not doing that, that at least two hours two yeah. hours in that I'm, job. Again, Ed, I hear you. That is a good thing if the government was to do that, okay. like you said. But at the same token, it takes our villages, our community, to do it as well. If the government ain't going to do it and we do it, maybe they'll wake up and say, my goodness, the people are doing it themselves. Yes, we are. Man, man Ed, sad. I mean, Dave, sad to say we're going to do it. I don't mind doing it. There but you go. That's the attitude. Hey, the thing about it is, it's people are gonna, people are gonna talk. I mean, they're getting paid. And look yeah. at the Look at the holidays they got. Look at True. What, look, look at what was given. I hear you. Okay? I hear you, Ed. I know. Okay. They just gave uh, what uh, Christmas Eve a day off for government workers. I mean, I don't mind that thing, but man, if they deserve it, come on. I see guardrails all day. Yeah, I, I don't mind that either. Hey, you know, pretty soon we're going to hear it because, like I said, they don't have to cut the whole guardrail for the whole game. Just do a little bit. A little bit at a time, right? A little bit at a time. You know what? I can wish God, and I can, I can show. I, I, I'm not trying to say I, I come back, but man, only one person can do that thing. Uh, yeah. For a while, but I, I agree, Ed. If they do it just little at a time and do it every time, you know, two hours here, one day, two hours the next day, a different location, eventually it's gonna, it's, you're going to see a difference. Uh, Ed, I do have other callers on the line. I appreciate your comments, man. Thank you. All right, Dave. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All right, Larry, half a day. You got a comment? Hey, half a day, Dave, man. What is going on? <laughs> what is going on, Dave? Uh, we're huh? we we just need to uh, get a handle on a bunch of stuff. You know, okay, we, you know, you know. What, what's your what's, what's your the issue? most important things that we need today that we're gonna follow the new year? Huh? We need First, to. First, we gotta pray. That to say, hey, I'll work. What is going on, God? I agree. You know, I let, agree. Let, let's let's do this, Dave. You know, because yeah. I know you can, Dave. Spread that word. That's what I'm here for. We hold our hands and bow our heads and humble ourselves and stop thinking about money and greed and knowing that. There you go, And just help one person Mm. at a time. You make a pyramid. So, dude, there's a lot of people struggling out there, man. You know, it's just like the good old President John F. Kennedy said, his famous word, don't ask what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Same thing applies. Don't ask what Guam can do for you. Let's do it. What, what we can do for Ireland, we as a community. Yeah, because I'm not going to give my kids something he's not going to use. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I agree. No, and uh, we deserve more. This yeah. is our island. It is. We need to, you know uh, as I mentioned to the previous caller, Ed, we just need to get a whole different attitude. 
a no. whole different mindset and get together as a community, as an island, and say, hey, let's stop trashing our island. It's a beautiful island. That's why I love Guam. No, I love Guam, bro. This is where I was born and raised. Exactly. Yes. I love you Guam. Know, but, dude, we got no more respect for one another. There you go. Well, between you, me, and other people with the same mindset, maybe we can change people's mind and get them to realize you got to have pride. Have pride you know, in your eyes. They made a they made a oath to serve the people. Yeah, they did. But you no. know, they forgot me. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it goes. You know, yeah, they, I, I ain't know making this. But it has to stop, man. I'm, I'm not the one. I'm not the one, you know, uh, Larry, that's well, making they, this they, up. They look at you also. Your dad didn't get his. Uh, Nothing. You know, no. He, he went back to Texas. Yeah, my dad went back to Texas. Do they want to, the Black Panthers to go down to the court <laughs> and demand? Uh, this is our island, not the Howley's Island. There you, well, you know, Larry, like okay, I said. Dave, you have a nice day. Thank you, Larry. And there you go. Uh, some very pointed comments. Larry there has the right mindset. This is our island. And uh, as I said, you know, don't ask what our government can do for us. What we, what can we do for our island? You, me, the community, the people that call this home. This is our island. We love our island. For those of you that don't respect our island, well, I don't think you need to be here. <laughs> you need to go somewhere else. I don't know, wherever you came from. But uh, if you're not going to respect our island, if you're going to trash it or commit crimes, then, you know, we just don't need you. We just don't need you. Five minutes until the top of the hour. News Talk K57, man, land, and sea. Once again, uh, I don't know. Between Larry and Ed and myself, uh, again, it's all about an attitude. A good friend of mine, Mr. Larry Gass, taught me that word. It's all about an attitude. It's all about changing your mind, your mindset. Yes, we know that's your house. Yes, we know that's your property. Yes, we know that's your business. But it doesn't mean you have to trash it just because it's yours. Well, it's my house, so I can throw the trash anywhere I want. No, because we have to see it. Then again, you throw it so near to the general public that we have to deal with it. It becomes an environmental hazard. Okay, and we got Francis on line one. Four minutes, Francis. How are Hey, how you doing, my brother Dave, man? Are you good? How, how are your family, man? Are you celebrating this... Uh this um, birthday thing with Jesus, Christmas, and yes, yes, that's what I look at. Uh, Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, the, uh, my daughter got what she wanted, and hopefully she'll get a little more before the end of the year. You know, it's fair to give. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. It's fair to give presents, right, all the way to January seventh, I believe, something like that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Keeping the faith, you know. I mean. Yeah, but um, you know, personally, um, you know, I'm a little older now, so. Christmas to me, I, I love giving presents to the young kids. I know. For the young ones, you know, the young kids, our I children. Oh man, I'm 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 pushing seventies <laughs> old. They asked no, me, I did you get your? All over the damn place. So. You know, call me old fashioned. Did you get your wife something today? Was it? Oh nope. man, <laughs> you know, grandma is, is a special lady. That's right. So grands, they, you know, uh, funny thing last night, uh, she. Somebody got her a, a little baggie, you know, with candy and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And she, he, my five-year-old uh, grand took a $20 bill and, and stuffed it on the bottom and put all the 
GPA receipts and napkins and stuff like that. And mommy came around and goes, what happened to the $20 for your lunch? <laughs> and he goes, no, this is for a special lady. I and and I don't want anybody touching it, you know. <laughs> no, it's so true. It's so, so and true. And I'm you know, I mean, uh, I have so, so much on my mind, man, you know, but what four minutes let me let me get back to you, man. Uh, do we have time? Uh, you got two minutes. Well, I'm looking you know, at the clock here. Really you really got to get two into uh, overseeing. Uh, uh, is he, uh, uh, you know, interest in 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 enforcement in INS and all this? Oh, by all means, um, after the uh, CBS News, you can call yeah, me yeah, back. Yeah, I'll call you back. Okay. Thank you, Francis. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, man, Dave. Yes, Michael. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. We, we got somebody calling me up right after the news, which is good. You know, I love when people call up. You can call me up, too. We can talk about anything. Anything. You want to talk about trash, you know, feral pigs, stray dogs, uh, you know, the incidents and, what, people poisoning dogs. There's a $2,000 reward if you know any information that leads to the conviction and the arrest of these people that are responsible for poisoning dogs in the south with antifreeze goodness two thousand dollar reward reward <laughs> reward there you go cbs news coming up next dave duenas news talk k57 man land and sea brought to you by the guam coastal management program and the bureau of statistics and plans and we'll, we'll be right back News Talk K57. News Talk K57. Guam's number one talk station. Ho, ho, ho. The Office of the Governor and Lieutenant Governor Guam, together with the Guam Museum Foundation, invite you to the Governor's Holiday Home and Christmas Festival, now until January 7th. Visit the Governor's Holiday Home at the Government House, Mondays and Tuesdays from 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Then, make your way down to the Skinner's Plaza for the Governor's Christmas Festival. Celebrate this holiday season with a beautiful and festive light display and live entertainment and a special video mapping shown every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, every half hour from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Made possible with the help of our partners, the Guam Visitors Bureau, Staywell Insurance, Guam Music Inc., Bank of Guam, Cowboys Insurance, ASC Trust, Environmental Monitors Inc., Alpha Insurers, Tea Gallery of IDFS, Pack Air Guam, Galidi Group, Guam Auto Spot, Micronesian Renewable Energy, Ambrose Inc., Guam Daily Post, Pacific Daily News, Transportation Management Group, EMSCO Engineering Consultants, Evangelista Acabado Engineers Inc., KHLG and Associates, and the stations of the Sorensen Media Group. Buenas afanielos, guahus Robert Underwood, tampara behu tutuhu nuevo na programa guinegi K57 jan interro gifino tamoro, fino nativo, but mas claro fino hadza, ifinota. Bula siya na, na maguf, na bubu, na mahalang, na chalik, loti na matnyo. Ifinota with Robert Underwood every Monday night at 6.30 on News Talk K57. Guam's Hottest Talk has a new perspective on business, news, and politics. 
It's The Breakdown with Logan Regis. Join Logan as he aims to break down or demystify different processes in business and politics, from traditional to digital marketing and from local to federal government and politics. Business, news, politics? I'm Logan Regis. Tune in every weekday from 12 to 2 p.m. for The Breakdown. It's The Breakdown every weekday from noon to 2, only on News Talk K57. That is shining tonight. Do you see her and what is she doing? Stars, is she thinking of me? Oh, how I hope I will be with her one day. Oh, stars. Welcome back. Nine minutes after seven. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to News Talk K57, Man, Land, and Sea. I'm your host, Dave Duenas, and uh, our sponsors, Guam Coastal Management Program and the Bureau of Statistics and Plans. Thank you. Thank you very much for allowing me and sponsoring the show. Had some really uh, interesting calls <laughs> before the news break, and... Uh, we're going to continue. We had Francis. Francis said he was going to call back, by all means. Or was it Francis? Or, yeah, I believe so. Anyway, we're open to any discussion. Um, one, first, before I forget, I wanted to, the day after Christmas, I wanted to give a shout-out to Toys for Tots. I believe these are the Marines, and they were able to garner 10,000 packages, toys. And they distributed them. Distribu- gave them out (laughs) to different organizations, one of them being the Salvation Army, which unfortunately, if you watch the 6 o'clock PNC News, they were broken into. Over $5,000 worth of items items at their thrift store was stolen. Shame on whoever's doing that. You know, we just got some people out there. Anyway, uh, it's just terrible. Anyway, shout out to the uh, Marines and Toys for Tots for making life a little happier for a lot of a lot of children on our island which uh, for whatever reason uh, might not have gotten a gift so thank you to the uh, Toys for Tots organization the Marines and we do got Francis back on the line half a day Francis hey Dave thanks for taking me back <laughs> well I'll take you back anytime man <laughs> what's up man let me lower this thing. yeah you got lower your rate you're getting a little feedback all right, Francis, what's on your mind? You know what, man, when, when we get together, you know, and I, I, I don't know there's uh, we're we're building, you know, there's, there's a lot of us now that are starting to really uh, worry. Uh, we're not afraid. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the things that uh, I was really involved in uh, way back was, uh, you know, like w- when our kids uh, have to uh, go on this camp out, you know, uh-huh. and and, and uh, we set up all their tents, you know, and then somebody calls in and says, hey, man, we can't do that anymore because it's dangerous out there. I'm going, no, it's not, man. 
Yeah, we got veterans out there, man. We got we got people out there, man, that are willing to, to just no, we got a lot of good, a lot shores, of good people, you know, and and a lot of good people in Guam. Hell yeah, man! We're very powerful, man, and we're not going to let this uh, elements, ne? Correct. Nice way to put you know it. I mean? Thank you. <laughs> we're not going to let that thing uh, conquer us. No, no. And uh, we're very uh, powerful people on this little island, and of course, there's there's there's, there's the elements, but then again, there's a lot of con- contributing factors, now like. Like you mentioned earlier, we Hello. have the uh, uh, subcontractors that are always offering, you know, to, to Correct. assistance. Yes. You know, which is all good, man. It, it, it's all good. It's just that it's it's got to end, man. You know what? We're, we're taking in so much, so many people, man, Dave. Mm-hmm. You no. know, there's, there's, we have no part in, in enforcing, in, in the enforcement of uh, immigration. Uh, True. You know? Yeah, you know, the compact impact, you know, we, we're all about trying to help people, but at least tell us, don't tell us after you do it, say, hey, guess what, Guam, we're going to have a uh, compact impact, and uh, all these people can come to your island. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. You're, you're right. You know yeah, what? Uh, they didn't even tell us, you know. With all the contributing factors, we, <clears throat> excuse me, our, our government is just, uh, the resources, man, are just, you know, we, we're looking at it, and Everybody's like, oh, I mean, uh, no, you know, I'm, I don't care. Three, four administrations back, mm-hmm. they should have seen this coming. We've always been uh, exactly. warning them, you know, mm-hmm. Dave, like you have, uh-huh. and the rest of our family. Hey, man, we're going to get hit hard. Well, you know, sometimes they just it just goes in one ear and out the other, and they forget about it, and then it doesn't make headlines anymore, and everybody thinks the problem went away, but it's still there. Oh, man, it's, it's starting to build, you know, with the drug epidemics and stuff. Man, I feel so bad True. about, uh, what is it, Salvation Army? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, my kids, my grandson, they all give in, man, to Salvation yeah. and toys and stuff. And, yeah, they and got broken into. the Marines, man, you know, your, uh, what do you call it, your... Uh, yeah, the Marines gave Salvation Army, I believe, out of the 10,000 um, gift item or packages that they were able to collect they gave salvation army like four thousand of it to distribute out to the community and then some element as you nicely put it went over there and broke into their establishment took five thousand dollars worth of items no no brother it's it's gotta be uh, you know but the thing is now we were we we don't forget we were always thinking about our our sons and daughters man are they're actively serving Correct. And the ones that are stationed here, you know, we those are priorities too, because you know, even we've been with the Marines uh, in intentions, nay, uh, as a good, good, you know, uh, uh, spirit, nay. Uh-huh. We also have to remember that uh, our, our military soldiers, every one of them, man, from different branches of the armed forces, are uh, in need. Look, they're also in need because you know they're they're. A lot of them are away from home. Really, yeah, a lot of them are not really financially. You know, there there is an economic so uh, thing so here, true, and so we prioritize we prioritize a lot of the the, the housing and, and and the active members and those deployed, our sons and daughters deployed, their families. You know, so those were priorities, and yet the Marines still go out. You see that man? They go out of their way, man, just to contribute, and then they fly off to the different islands. You know, and you yeah, know, that's you know so I mean, true. We're, we're you know, so good, man. You know, Francis, 
I was in the, I'm a veteran, I'm an Air Force veteran, and I remember when I was stationed in, uh, you know, places I didn't want to be at, you know, but uh, anyway, I'm far away from home, Guam, and, you know, um, it would be great when people take you in, you know, and like the, the military that are stationed here, would they become friends and uh, get to know the community? We welcome them with open arms, and I know a lot of them that actually after they finish their um, term in the military, they stay here and wind up marrying a local girl, and they've been here for, geez, forever now. Oh, man, I, I saw this, this Christmas thing, man, where a lot of her, her, her people, you know, are married, you know, and, and living in Cali and in Oklahoma and Texas. And <laughs> yeah. And it's they all contribute mm-hmm. all because with the heart we got Correct. We, would, we would give our last you know I mean we we were brought up man to to feed yeah. give our last you know <laughs> I mean but then again that, you said it up, right nobody will ever go hungry in Guam I tell you that no man just, uh, you know I have a lot of uh, I, I uh, helped out uh, a lot of uh, on a pens and these families, man, yes. or yes. right now, man, they're all, a lot of them are becoming professionals, you know. <laughs> I'm part of the Palawan community, too, that yeah. they're all professionals. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, so I was kind of like uh, part of that, you know, and when the impact happened, the compact impact. Correct. We, I was one of those guys that were were, were picking up, like, the thousands of uh, FAS or whatever FAS. Uh-huh. Uh, you know that were 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 not uh, the indoctrination. Uh, yeah. our, our government was not involved. And but you know what, President, out of the FSM, the Compact Impact folks that came to Guam for a better life, a vast majority are very very nice people. They are contributing to our economy, to our to our island. It's oh, just yes. a small. And I love the way you you framed it or you reference it. A few of the elements. <laughs> just are not seeing the picture. So those are the ones we've got to concentrate on. You know, I don't know. You know what? My barber is is, is from uh, from Chuk. Uh-huh. Uh, she, she's really pro-man and uh, the sons and daughters uh-huh. of the community. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them who were here, they, they grew up here, went to school, and they didn't forget me. I was, a, I was a special deputy marshal. I was a truant officer. I was part of the interdiction with the military working with uh, with, with with the active members, you know. Uh-huh. I, I was, uh, man, I tell you, man, I was DOD. So we were all trying to, to you know, balance out, you know. Yeah, well, like, like I said, Francis, there's a whole bunch of FSM, Compact <laughs> Impact people. They are contributing to our island. They're very uh-huh. hard workers, very respectful. It's just a few yeah. of the elements that... Oh, uh, just like us. Yeah, exactly. Just like us. A whole bunch of us are concentrating on the uh, on the on the epidemic. That's really creating a lot of havoc. You know, what I mean. Well, you you just said it. It's just like you know, even the you know, I'm tomorrow. But uh, are there a few bad elements in the tomorrow community? Yes, there is. <laughs> in every in every different ethnic group, it doesn't matter who. Where oh you're hell from. yeah, man. There's, there's one, just a few. And we're all sons and daughters of the, uh, yeah. of, of the father, you know? Yeah. It's so a, I, I remember that. I didn't forget. Yeah, Francis. I really didn't forget. And, uh, uh, but then again, eh, uh, the veterans that are with me, uh-huh. 
like you are they're not uh, they're not afraid no they they're all the the good intentions you know what's the uh, just help out man and balance out you know and they do yeah and yeah they, but and they uh, do. we warn them as we say man don't don't mess with the veterans man because we're all out here for for you we're, yes. we're, you know i mean a lot of uh, you know our veteran side are fought and, and, and a lot of them are like you, you know I mean <laughs> been to war and all that yes and you don't want to threaten them no no if you do you know they, they, they're gonna come back at you yeah but talk to you first and, and, and like we're talking you. about like we're talking about Francis even in the military the veterans or or the active duty members there's a few you know there's like every even ethnic group there's a few elements out there they're not all angels some of them are just we're, we're just human, born to make mistakes. I was brought up, uh, you know, I mean, I was brought up Sicilian, man, you know, with, uh, I, you know, I mean, uh, I was in New York for the first five years. I went to school there, minor wow. in graduate and all that. Kennedy, LaGuardia, all that. I did all that. And uh, and uh, I'm, I'm so grateful, man. I'm, I'm very appreciative. But then what I got, I brought back and... Hey, uh, I, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not an, a complete angel. Uh, yeah, ape. neither am I. Uh, Sixty forty, you know. <laughs> neither am I. You know, we, we <laughs> all, all right, make bro. mistakes. The thing but, uh, is, we gotta learn. Just, you know, learn knife from your mistakes. Love you mistake. all. I would, I would do anything to help you and your kids. Yes, sir. And all that. Thank you. But just don't threaten me or my family, because yes. uh, that's when you become. Uh, then, then we <laughs> start to. Uh, you see a different side of Francis, you know, huh? And, yeah, so, but then again, that we're, we're, we're trying to get over that. I spent 10 years with the psychiatric, with the VA and all that, but uh, I'm, I'm okay now. Uh, Thank you. Once was lost, but now I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> but right. I love them all, man. Uh, Dave? Yes, thank I you, Francis. I love kids, man. I love working with kids. I've, I've, uh, you know the sad part? How about I've cut them down from hanging. I've picked them up, decomposition. I've wow. underwater, picked them up in pieces. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not completely normal, but, you know, I, I, I love people, man. Yeah, thank I love you. People. Uh, I'm not an angel yeah. like you. No, I'm not an angel. <laughs> our kids are angels. <laughs> I might come back, you know, I, I might come for you. And, 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 and uh, about 5,000 veterans, Kara. Yeah, yeah. All we're trying to do is just make the world a peaceful place, and, and there uh, you go. You know what I mean? So, there uh, you go, Francis. Uh, uh, we're not going to. This is never going to end. But uh, yeah, hey man, belated. Uh, family and everything, and mm -hmm. uh, we're looking forward to the new year. Likewise, uh, looking for a better year. I love them all, man. I mean, there's this nothing, nothing bad. You know, I, I can well, say. they they're uh, do, trying I to do their best. I'm just hoping that we can come to some kind of resolve or. Exactly. Or, 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 uh, yeah, we got, you know, we got a lot of issues in our island, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, Closure, again, yeah. hopefully That's together. Yeah. That's my, uh, most expensive word uh, oh. I picked up from the dictionary was, uh, <laughs> we need to bring closure, man, and, and bury our dead and honor our elders and, and God willing, eh? Inshallah. Okay. Means God willing. So okay. thank you, and you thank have you. a wonderful evening. Uh, thank you, Francis. It's a great home, pleasure. Man. Thank you for calling back. 23 minutes after 7, you're listening to Man, Land, and Sea. We're going to go to caller on line 2. Hopefully he's still there. Joseph, I'm so sorry it took a while to get to you. You're on the air. 
Hello. Hey, my friend. Hey, hello. Happy day. You, you sound like a very good man, understanding. Um, I'm, I, I just do my best. I try to do my best. I try to do, if I can contribute to something, I will. If I can't, at least I'll try. And if I fail, then I, at least I can say I tried. Sir, are you still there? I like the way you talk and uh, explain things, you know. To oh, people. thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I grew up in Jeju, my friend. Huh. What part? And uh, the main village in Salisbury Street in huh. Sherrington. Ah, yeah. I, I actually lived in one, two, three, three, I think three or four different parts. Kaiser, yeah, Leguan, the village, everywhere. And next to the Copen. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I spent more than 20 years on there. Yeah. I've been living in Dededo since 1971. Oh, it's been a few years. Seventy-one. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Oh, that's when the, my father bought a Kaiser house. Yeah, seventy-one. I lived in the village. Clara Street. Uh huh. I lived in the village and old closet. Yeah. So are you still living in Dededo? Uh, I love that place. Uh, all my brothers and sisters live up there. Oh. Uh, probably, uh, hopefully, maybe I know um, some of them. My brothers were running around in their store, the front and the back. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, my brother, Eddie. <laughs> on a Dara store. I grew up with that store. I was a stock boy there at one time. The Kaiser house. Uh -huh. My sister lived there. Most of my family grew up there. Ah. But I'm down here in Pneumatic. Oh, you're in Pneumatic now. Wow. Never lived in the South. Never did. Uh, I got a lot of fresh here, Doc. Yeah, I know that uh, going from Dedi to going to the to South. I want to go back to Dedi because... Uh, uh, I don't want to remind myself of the bad old days, you know. But all my friends, uh -huh. their houses, yes, sir. were very neat. Nice and clean. Yeah. When I was growing up there, uh -huh. you always, you know, almost everybody's got a pickup truck. So whatever truck you have, uh -huh. we take it over to the, uh, you know, uh, waste station. Over in the Stumbo Okay. Hey, Joseph, um, I got other callers on the line. Uh, thank you for calling in. Merry Christmas and a New Year's coming up, my friend. Up today, Juanita. Juanita Blas. Is this the Juanita Blas that I know? Oh, up today, Mr. Duenas. Up today, is this Juanita, Juanita Blas, <laughs> Island Girl Power? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I just wanted to call in and uh, thank you for some of the attention that you brought to the neighborhood park. Well, I, I, I really thank you for calling up because I was telling um, Jeremy, our producer here, I said, you know, there's t plenty of community parks all over the island. I don't know exactly where they're at. Do you? Well, uh, I have a listing, and the government listing says there's 50, but if it's anything like the way they did the count in Kaiser, uh -huh. they count Kaiser as 12 parks. 
but it's subsets of one and two and three parts mm-hmm. in one in one designation in one number. So Kaiser has like 26 parts um, alone, mm-hmm. but uh, 50 throughout the island. Molesto, Agus, what he was talking about in Fern Terrace. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, a symbol everywhere that there's a housing development area. Um, there's a park, wow. and those are neighborhood parks, not government parks. Yeah, I've I've reached out already to the Guam Beautification Task Force trying to see if we can secure some much-needed supplies. And uh, one of the things I wanted to uh, to hopefully get clarification, I also spoke to our mayor, uh, Melissa Sabaris from Dededo, our mayor of Dededo. Yes. And I was, I remember, correct me if I'm wrong, you mentioned that, for example, the park in Kaiser, the one that we took pictures of? Yes. Yeah, that one, I was mentioning that one specifically, and I had told the mayor, I said, as far as I, my understanding is, that is not under the uh, jurisdiction of Parks and Rec. And well, she and because it's so large, Parks and Rec has had to get involved, so they do have it listed as Park 8. Yeah, okay, but, there you go. Um, and so they, they do have some kind of record on it, but from what I understand, they list it, but it's still not a funded uh, part to be cleaned by their staff, okay. uh, by, by the government. Yeah, um, but so it still has a neighborhood designation. And I wanted to call because, um, you know, there's uh, added interest in the park because of everything we're doing. Um, and there's a Mr. Zahadi that has been doing work on, on a section there. Wow. And he probably will want to come in and be a guest next week. By all means. I love That's a great, you know, as I was telling Jeremy, our producer here, I said, and he mentioned, he goes, I think we're, there's a community park in uh, in Agate, and you just confirmed that. Yep, yep. A lot of the villages, wherever there's a housing development, and some of them are, you know, um, you know, just a lot of Flora, Flora section rentals. Yeah. Um, but in the beginning, they're they're all owned by landowners, by homeowners, and um, that's that's where the the responsibility lies. Don't don't shame the tenants. The tenants have a lot to do with it, but at the end of the day, it's those homeowners that need to clean around the house before they rent it out again. Yes. You know, when, when I was talking to the mayor, uh, Mayor Savares, she said something that really caught my attention. You know, Dave, when, when and if this, these parks get back to where they used to be, that they're able to be utilized again by the community, we need to let the kids the children that go there and, and partake in the park, let them know that that is their park. I said, that is a good right. thing. Yeah, make, Ooh, let no. them take That's ownership. Empowering. That's yeah. empowering. You want, want children, you want adults to have community pride. Correct. Give them a community to be proud of. Yes, and you know, I, I thought that was so cool. Them. But with that said, when you mentioned that Parks and Rec, they do have it on their listing, but they're not funded for it, but they should at least See what I'm gonna reach out to Mr. Evangelis and see whatever you know. We're gonna need more trash bags. We're gonna need more gloves. We're gonna need paint. We're gonna need whatever it takes to get these parks. And, and again, we're j- I'm just right. talking about that one. There's five of them in Dedeno. Right. right, and that they they have the facilities for basketball, um, tennis courts. You know, I tried reaching out to the tennis federation, uh-huh. but they have plans to build new tennis courts. Um, but, you know, honestly, the bigger sport on island is uh, volleyball. 
convert all those old tennis courts to volleyball courts. There and you you'll go. see way more children in yes. the park. Yes, I totally, totally agree. I'm going to do everything okay. in my end to see what I can do. And again, as you mentioned, we got uh, private businesses that are calling up and want to people from other villages that want to get involved and that is so cool so yeah. nice well and those companies you know i mean it's nice for the government to pitch in resources and whatever they can yes. but um at the end of the day we we need companies to come out and please please don't give us uh old paint that is expired because that <laughs> sometimes is the case when yes. we ask when island girl power asks yes people. and i was um, going to mention that you know I was going to just mention that you know because people have tried to give you stuff for free only because it's they want to get rid of it because it's junk. <laughs> well, you know, unfortunately, they have inventory they need to clear out. But when we put a call out for paint to paint murals, we need something more than white. And Correct. a lot of the times I get a lot of white paint. Yeah. And um, I'm not trying to make a canvas for the people that want to tag. I'm trying to make murals. Yeah. Um, so, you yeah. know, it's just it's just a matter of getting the, the correct supplies for what we're doing. Well, but, we're um, going to do our best. Go. i got a family gathering to get to. Thank you. And, uh, well, thank you for calling I up, appreciate, Juanita. appreciate everything you're doing to bring wow. attention again. Hey, I, I, I salute you and people <laughs> like Big Ton and yourself and your organization and all the volunteers that take part in your organization. I salute you guys. All I'm doing is trying my best to see what I can do. Uh, via the media, the voice of the radio, and with the people that I, you know, I know a few people. Right. Thank, Thank you, you so much again, sir. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. All right. That's Juanita Blas, Island Girl Power. Awesome lady. Awesome organization. You ever been to their uh, thrift shop? They got everything. <laughs> everything you can imagine. You might think, well, I don't think they're going to have what I need at Island Girl Power. Well, go check it out. <laughs> I remember a store back in Anigua. It was called uh, Luhans. And it was a store that I said, if you can't find a certain item, check out Luhans. More than likely, they have it. Same thing with Island Girl Power, their thrift shop. Same thing. I needed an item. I didn't know where to get it. I said, let me go check Island Girl Power. I went there. Not even two minutes I was there. Yeah, we got it. Matter of fact, we got more than one. I said, wow. You know, you're looking for an old VCR, maybe a Betamax. <laughs> they got it there. Anyway, 34 minutes after 7, and uh, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. The American Association of University Women Guam Branch presents The Dish, a monthly program about issues affecting women and girls in our community. The Dish airs on K57 the last Saturday of the month from noon to 2 p.m. On The Dish, we'll talk about women's health, violence, ageism, workplace equality, financial security, and more. The Dish, serving food for thought on issues that are important to women. Brought to you by the AAUW Guam Branch on Newstalk K57. Guam's Hottest Talk has a new perspective on business, news, and politics. It's The Breakdown with Logan Regis. Join Logan as he aims to break down or demystify different processes in business and politics, from traditional to digital marketing, and from local to federal government and politics. Business, news, politics? I'm Logan Regis. Tune in every weekday from 12 to 2 p.m. for The Breakdown. It's The Breakdown every weekday from noon to 2, only on News Talk K57. 
Buenas afañeros, guajo soy Robert Underwood, para ver justo tu nuevo en el programa Guinegui K57, ya entero que se nota Zamoro, sino nativo, para más claro se nota y se nota. Bula sea na, na maguf, na bubu, na mahalan, na chalik, lo te na maño. Y se nota with Robert Underwood every Monday night at 6.30 on News Talk K57. The Office of the Governor and Lieutenant Governor Guam, together with the Guam Museum Foundation, invite you to the Governor's Holiday Home and Christmas Festival, now until January 7th. Visit the Governor's Holiday Home at the Government House, Mondays and Tuesdays from 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Then, make your way down to the Skitters Plaza for the Governor's Christmas Festival. Celebrate this holiday season with a beautiful and festive light display and live entertainment and a special video mapping shown every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, every half hour from 7 30 to 9:30 p.m. Made possible with the help of our partners: the Guam Visitors Bureau, Staywell Insurance, Guam Music Inc., Bank of Guam, Cowboys Insurance, ASC Trust, Environmental Monitors Inc., Alpha Insurers, T Galleria by DFS, Pack Air Guam, Galidi Group, Guam Auto Spot, Micronesian Renewable Energy, Ambrose Inc., Guam Daily Post, Pacific Daily News, Transportation Management Group, Emsco Engineering Consultants, Evangelista Acabado Engineers Inc., KHLG and Associates and the stations of the Sorensen Media Group. Sings you don't know? Um, it's at the tip of my tongue, but I don't know. This is none other than the legendary Baba B. Baba B, really? Yeah. Wow. Love Guam. He's been here several times. In fact, wow. he might still be here. I know that song, one of my favorite Baba B songs, All My Life. You ever heard that one? Oh, yeah. I've heard I, All My I, Life. I wouldn't have even think that was Baba B, the one no. playing now. No. Baba B is amazing. Uh, one of the first he concerts is. I've ever been to. No, he Bobby. is. He used to own a, a little Yukon shop right next to us. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, wow. Awesome. 38 minutes after 7, welcome back to Man, Land, and Sea, News of Guam and our island environment. And it's brought to you by the Guam Coastal Management Program and the Bureau of Statistics and Plans. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Dave Duenas, I'm your host, and uh, I love doing this show. You got something on your mind? Something you want to talk about? Maybe you still got feral pig problems? Probably you might know something about who's doing that really bad stuff and poisoning animals in the South. You know, there's a $2,000 reward for that. And uh, we're going to talk to Dean. Dean wants to talk about parks. Up a day, Dean. Hey, good evening, Mr. Duenas. How's it going? Hi. Up a day. Merry Christmas. Or belated. Uh, thank you. Anyways, you know, you sat here about the of our parts, 
earlier, Dr. J mentioned about the round table down and I get the basketball court. Yes, he did. And, you know, back in the day, you know, I I would travel from, you know, uh, my t- my friends uh, to the round table to play with the guys from Agat. Vice versa, they'll come down to, you know, to play both. Ah. And it's sad to see, you know, these parts going down. They and, are. You know, they are. Yeah. Unfortunately. And, you know, kudos to, you know, the guys like Big Ton and, you know, this. Island uh, Girl Power and uh, Juanita Blas. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they, they got me involved. I was like, wow. Yeah, you know, I, I also participate in a beach cleanup, and, you know, the feeling is so great. You know, a sense of accomplishment that uh, you did something worthwhile. Yes. Because, you, know, you know, earlier you know, had quarter calling in, you know, saying, hey, what's up with the park? Just, you know, action speaks louder than words. So let our actions speak for ourselves. Uh-huh. No, and so like, true. And like you mentioned, we need to change the mindset. That's the uh, trick. You know, like how you put it, you know, like how uh, President Kennedy said, now, ask not what your country can do for you, but what can you do for Like That's like, you know, our yes. island. Don't I ask what it's our I island that, you know, they stand up and do what we need to do. Yes. You know? you know, I'm a firm believer, Dean, that if we, as a community, put our heads together, we can do anything. Anything. You exactly. Know? I know, honestly, if it wasn't for my disabilities, uh-huh. That, that refrains me from doing more than what I, I can do. You know, I would be be out there also, you know. But unfortunately, you know, I'm, I can only do as much, you know. Yeah, likewise. Um, <clears throat> people look at me and say, Dave, you look great. But uh, I have a, I have my own little disability as well. But uh, I do what I can. Because, you know, like I said, our actions speak louder. You know, uh, as far as one thing, though, you know, during the summer, uh, do Parks and Rec do hire, um, like, um... Summer trainees, uh, maybe? Yeah, because you know, I remember back in, you know, back in the late 80s, I participated in the program, and we took care of from Donna or if you're mad at. That, I, that's a good question. I think they do. I think it's run out of the uh, Department of Administration. They, I believe they get a grant, because I was in it. It was called back then, when I was involved, the CETA, CETA program. Okay. And you know, well, my training was called the HRD. Ah, yeah. M- mine was like in the 70s. And uh, I participated. I started working when I was 15. Wow. Yeah, I worked at uh, Anderson Air Force Base under that program. Then I eventually graduated to working for the government of Guam. You know, and uh, it's a good program. But no, you bring up a good point. I hope... I believe they still do. It's called the summer, I don't know what it's called now, but it's a summer uh, employment program for uh, the young adults, our teenagers. And that's another way of, you know, um, how you call it, uh, how you call it, expanding uh, the program to where at least if they know, see, if they're the ones that's doing the job or the work, they'll take pride also, you know, maintaining our parks, you know, because these senses of, uh, how you call it, uh, you know, like a, a good example, like our GBB, we emphasize, you know, cleaning up our parts because of our, you know, our number one. Uh, yeah, for the tourists. tourists. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It to home and, oh my God, just how the, you know, how the island looks like, you know. Yeah. No, I, I, I hear you, Dean, and uh, we need to, as like I said, as an island, as a community, we need to get together, change our mindset, change our attitude, and look at our island like we used to back in this early 70s, but even further back. I mean, Guam was beautiful, clean, clean, safe. Now, it, it, it's not clean and definitely ain't safe. 
You got a lot of crime out there, you know. You know they yeah, just broke. Yeah, you know, I guess you know as the years go by, I uh-huh. guess kind of, I guess things also change, and you know. Uh, and things do change, yes. Yeah. But we need to go back to the old ways where life was just so much easier and better. Yeah. You know, I think we. I you looked know. up with uh, you know David yesterday's Christmas. You know it was kind of sad, but a lot of other things kind of dead. <laughs> For some families, I guess it was, it was just another regular day. You know, it wasn't all that big of a deal, but mm-hmm. I don't no, know, true. Move forward, you know. Yeah, well, you know, even myself, I, I, I gotta admit, I'm gonna be honest with you. I look at Christmas as I, I really focus on the children, the kids. Oh, exactly, exactly. You know, like I said, my wife gets uh, upset. Put it, put it mildly. Did you buy me a gift for Christmas? <laughs> I said no. <laughs> but did she buy me one? No. So I said no. Let's just buy our daughter something. Make sure she gets what she wants. That's yeah, what exactly. it's all about. Yeah, exactly. As long as our young ones are taken care of, that's all that matters. Yeah. And then again, like a previous caller said, you know, it's the actual uh, um, celebration is the birth of Christ. Exactly. Yeah. So I look at it that way, and for the children, I don't, I don't need present. I don't, you know, I, I, just being alive is a present to me. You know what will also help, you know, in regards to, you know, our, our parks and all that. I don't know if you remember that they showed this uh, cartoon called the Planeteers, I think. Planeteers? Yeah, you know, Captain Planet. Okay. Yeah, you know, where, and I don't know if they still show that, but. They do not. He's still the only superhero with a mullet, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, Jeremy. So okay, right there, even Dr. J remembers Captain Planet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Dean, no, we're going to do, like I said, if we need to, I'm going to keep doing it. I do this show every Thursday, and I do other shows as well. And every chance I get, I tell people, you know, we can do anything. We can really do anything we want. This is our island. Just think positive. Forget about ne- negativity. And exactly. As a I, you know, we can. Hey, I, like I said, actually speak louder. Yes, exactly. Well, if you see it, pick it up. Yeah. Or if you see something, say something. You know, yeah. you see suspicious activity, not just for trash, but for crime and anything. If you see I something, mean, say mean, something. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be the parks. You know, you have the road or it doesn't even in your front yard. Yeah. No matter where you are. Yeah, it's like I said earlier, Dean, you know, yes, I know that's your property. I know that you bought that property or that's my business or that's my business. But it doesn't mean you have to trash it. You know, I can throw trash in my yard if I want to. Yeah, but look at it. We're all looking at it, and it's unhealthy, it's unsanitary, so please clean it up. And I think uh, more enforcement needs to be made in regard to, you know, like illegal dumping and all that. Uh, more fines need to be, uh, you know, put... You know, we need to enforce it, you know. And that's very sly anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, uh, enforcement, you know, we have buku laws on the books. You know, exactly. I say, buku, we got every law you can think of, but, but they got to be enforced. Having all that, if they, they're not going to enforce it. Yes, it doesn't, it doesn't have any effect what's, you know, like curfew, for example. Yeah. Just for curfew, as an example, it just popped in my head. You know, 10 o'clock, if you're, if you're a minor... You're supposed to be off the streets. You're not supposed to be walking the streets, doing whatever you're doing out there. But there's a curfew. When I was a kid, during my time, they they enforced it because I got busted a couple of times for curfew. <laughs> yeah, 
Anyway, Dean, I do have other callers on the line. Thank okay. you, sir. Have a good evening, Dave. Thank you. Thank you, Dean. 47 minutes after 7, man, land, and sea. Thank you for tuning in. We have, who do we got here? We got we got Frank. Hi, Frank. Merry oh, Christmas. Hi, Dave. How are you doing? Hey, hi. New Year's coming up, my friend. No, um, you forgot to mention about uh, this Christmas uh, gift to the to the wife. I, I bought <laughs> my special, special love. Uh, <laughs> okay, what was it? And I, I, I wrap up a, a cookbook. A cookbook? <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, it ended up in the trash can. Yeah, it, I started laughing when you said that. It reminds me of uh, Tony Lamoretta, the two to six uh, host on his show, Tony Talks. He says, whatever you do, don't buy your your wife, don't buy her a vacuum cleaner, don't buy her, <laughs> definitely don't buy her a cookbook. <laughs> So I asked my daughter, I said, where's your mom? I said, she left to buy your TV dinner. <laughs> oh, man. No more cotton carne and no more cotton pica. No, I, I, I definitely uh, I can relate to what uh, uh, Mr. Lamarana said. Don't buy your wife. And like you said, you bought her a cookbook. That's it's like, oh, you're giving me a hint? You want me to work more? You, <laughs> you, bought, you bought me a brand-new vacuum cleaner? No, thank you. He goes, just... Save yourself the time and trouble. Go return it now before you even give it. I gave her money anyway, so. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's the ticket right there. Yeah, <laughs> money. Money will always work. Nowadays, that seems to be the trend, you know, even for kids. You know, you don't know what to get them exactly. Give my kids, I gave them um, money anyway. Yeah, give them a gift certificate or whatever. Just give we'll them cash. A, uh, Christmas card. Yeah, that'll work. Hey, Frank, did you see the uh, that solar eclipse today? Uh, no, sir. I'm so busy uh, working on the yard. I don't know. Yeah, I, I actually uh, took my daughter. We went to Topping Beach, and sure enough, it was there. It was the ring of fire, and uh, it was the moon shadow was right when I was looking at it. It was in the center of the sun. So it was. It didn't cover the whole sun. That's why they call it the ring of fire. And uh, I heard, you know, I, I went out there purposely to watch it because I heard in the morning show and Andrea Pelicani's show, I heard that they had some lady that uh, called into the show and said, if you don't see that today, the next time that would happen and be able to see it from Guam will be in the year 2149. 2149? Yeah. She goes, That's, that will be the next time you would see that uh, particular type of eclipse on the island of Guam. Oh. And I said, wow. I better go look at it today because I'll, you're never going to see it in the next two, three, four lifetimes. <laughs> yeah, that's right, eh? Yeah, yeah. So, Frank, uh, anything else on your mind? Uh, no, just say uh, I hope you have a nice Christmas and uh, a happy New Year. Yeah, the New Year. And speak, speaking of that, I want people to realize, you know, just before Christmas, driving on the road, crazy drivers out there. You know, some people, uh, yeah. you got to watch out. You Like I told my daughter. I said, you know, I can drive the best I can, man, but I got to keep my eyes on the other drivers because some of them are going to parties and they're drinking and they're not supposed to be driving. And that is the worst, worst thing I can think of is a drunk driver on the road during these holidays. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I think it's better to stay home. Yeah. You know, I just from Dededu to Tumon to pick up my wife. I was, you know, after thinking about, I saw a video on Facebook, some guy in Guam was following this car who almost head-on twice with two different vehicles. Then she ran. It was a girl driver, ran off the road. He, he decided to follow the car, so he did. 
the the vehicle eventually pulled over at a gas station so the the guy that was following her pulled over and said sure enough it was a, a female driver <laughs> and he goes what's wrong and she goes i think i had too much to drink and the guy said you know you're right i was following you ever since because you almost head on twice with two different vehicles then you ran off the road a few times then i started thinking man you know people got to understand if you're going to drink don't drive period that's it yeah get a designated driver if you don't have one then don't drink you know don't risk your life and heaven forbid some innocent person family out there just minding their own business anyway frank i appreciate it you have a safe new year coming up okay you too sir thank Thank you. you thank you frank okay we're just about eight minutes to the top of the hour and we're going to go to Ed. Half a day, Ed. Half a day, half a day Dave. Half a day, Ed. Uh, you know this this war reparation thing. What is um? Do we? What do we really need? Or what do we really need to say to to uh, have it for have us recognize? Did we? Did they give? Do we? Do Do we have an idea? What do we need to say? Or what do we need to do? To get our war reparations well, for the, our elderly? To file for war reparations, number one, uh, has closed already. I don't know the exact day, but you can no longer apply for war re- If you didn't already apply, it's too late. Okay, and, and another thing. Oh, uh, they're, they're, I was hearing what they're just going to cut a check and it's going to come to the government to pay these uh, war reparations. Um, yeah. Now, let me tell you exactly how it is, Ed, because I've been following the war claims since the very beginning. The way it is right now, we just passed Bill 181 recently. That's the uh, bill that was introduced to the legislature from the Speaker, Tina Munya Barnes, and that's Bill 181. That allows the governor the authority to pay out the war claims locally. Um, yeah, but wh- wh- where are they going to get where are they going to get those funds? Yeah, that's the thing. I'm getting to that. The, the, let me explain it to you. The, the, that Bill 181 authorizes the governor to pay out the war claim. Where is she going to get the money? Number one, we do have Section 30 monies that have already been designated to pay out the war claims. I think it's up to like $24, $28 million that is in the bank. Then when Bill 1365, which is the bill that the uh, Senator, uh, sorry, Congressman um, Nicholas fixed the language and put it back on the floor and it, it was passed by the House and now it's at the Senate. It has to pass first. Once Bill 1365 is passed, then the government of Guam can pay it, can uh, tell the federal government, we already passed our bill, 181, so we're going to let the Treasury of the United States know that we passed it, send them a memo of understanding, a memo of agreement, MOA, and let them know and we have the list of all the people that's going to be paid, that's been adjudicated, their war claims. Then the Treasury will send a letter to the war um, uh, reparation recipient, like my father, for example, saying, okay, your local government passed their bill, 181. Do you agree, do you consent to us releasing your name and the amount of money you're going to receive? And do, do you consent to be paid by your local government? If you say no, then... Government of Guam won't pay you. Where the government, where the government of Guam is going to get their money is from the Section 30 money. If 1365 is not passed, if it's not passed in the Senate, 
then the government of Guam would have to pay it out of their the general uh, revenues that the government of Guam has and cross their fingers that later on down the road the 1365 bill was passed by the Senate and then, then Guam can get reimbursed. You know, the thing is, we pass it. Uh-huh. And, yeah, you're saying that we, we pass it. We're going to pass it. Guarantee we're going to pass it because it's a local it's a local funded thing. But the federal, the federal is not passing it. It's not going to pass it. If they yeah, don't pass but... It, if they, they don't pass it, and, and then... Um, you know what, David? If we're having all these problems and uh-huh. we got the money, let's just fix the hospital and, and do something because it's it's not helping. Yeah. We we need we need a we, we need a hospital to take care of our, uh, the people on the island. Even the Malankus, which is our like you said, that we're getting old already. It's, it's sorry. We're yeah. sorry if if is that if we're going to that we're even sorry for Samuel Sanchez. Well, Ed, it's it's unfortunate. Yeah. The local bill one eighty one, it's all contingent on Bill thirteen sixty five in the states, the House, in the Senate. It's all contingent on that bill passing because if it doesn't pass, then the government of Guam cannot get the money in the Section 30 money because they won't have the list of who's been adjudicated and who's getting uh, what amount. They don't know. Yeah, but that's the federal, right? The federal, that's the federal side. We're the federal now, right? Yeah, no, yeah, we're waiting on the federal. Even though Guam passes 181, which they did, well, they're gonna, they already voted on it. They passed it. The governor's going to be signing it, I believe, next week. Then they're hoping to try and get it paid by January, which I don't see how that's going to happen. But, uh, again, it, it ain't going to happen if uh, 1365 in the Senate is not passed. But, you know, not just only who, who's applying, even the other, other islands of the Macronesian are applying for this war reparation? No, 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 sir. This is strictly for Guam. Again, uh, uh, strictly uh, for Guam. And to file for war claims, the deadline has passed. You, okay, you, you said that some more people Guam, right? Yes. Okay, what about the Chamorro people from Saipan and Rhoda? Uh, that I don't, I don't believe so. Okay, so they, those guys are not eligible. Let's say after the war, they came over here, they came over here to Guam, and then uh, maybe uh, they're applying for that thing. That's a good question. Uh, if if they're from Saipan and came to Guam and were here during the war, that's I, why they, that's why this is a discrepancy. The Americans are, the Americans are. Uh, if I can think of that. If I can think of that, what do you think? I cannot think of that. That's why it's it, 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 they're, they're really investigating on all these things. Just, you know, yeah. That's not fair. That's not fair for our people uh, that, that went through this atrocity, and then uh, other islands are are, are going to be eligible. Yeah, but you like know, I said, Guam, our island is being stepped on. Yeah, but like I said, Ed, right now there's no one. I don't care if you're from Saipan or Rhoda or where, wherever. You cannot apply for the war claims anymore. The deadline has passed. If you have not applied, there's no way you can get work reparations. Anyway, Ed, thank you. Thank you for your call. We're just a couple of minutes from the top of the hour. Thank you once again for tuning in to Man, Land, and Sea, News of Guam and our island environment. Brought to you by the Bureau of Statistics and Plans, Guam Coastal Management Program. I'm your host, Dave Duenas. Thank you for tuning in. CBS News, coming up next, we are KGUM Agadnia. My-